Hi everyone, co-host of the show Michael here. Just wanted to give a little message before starting this episode. Um, it is one that we recorded live in Dubuque, Iowa at Seven Hills Brewing Company. And with that, the audio quality isn't the greatest. It varies from passable to pretty atrocious at times, but this one is kind of near and dear to my heart. So I kind of indulging myself and posting it anyway. Um, we had, um, in addition to your usual co-host Jeremy, we had Mike, former host of the show Mike with us. So um, all three of us are there. We're trying all the beers at this brewery. It is indeed a brewery blowout with uh, 10 beers sampled. I did what I could with the audio, so hopefully it's not too bad, but um, I think if you're a diehard fan, you'll probably want to listen to it. Um, if you want to skip it, <laughs> that's fine too. But uh, so without further ado, here is the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to American Pale Males. It's a very special episode as we are recording live at Seven Hills Brewing Company in Dubuque, Iowa. I'm Michael, one of your hosts, and with me is... Jeremy, one of your hosts. Michael, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, are you ready to get into these? Wait a minute. What is this I see before me? <laughs> yeah. Who else is here? Surprise jerks. It's former co-host of the show, Mike. <laughs> All right, yes. It's been a while. Yeah, it's it, been a while since... Probably over a year. I think last episode Christmas, you did was yeah, the, yeah. around Christmas time, mm-hmm. 2016. So, uh, That's why I got a week off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to have you back, Mike. Um, yeah, it's good to be back. Let's just go around and do some quick beer breaks just to uh, warm the palate, if you will. Let's do it. Um, I'll jump in first real quick. I had something from Lakefront Brewing. Um, they have a series called It's My Turn, and it's where various employees of the brewery get to design their own beer. And this one was designed by Michael. Um, and he made a black tea spiced stout. Oh, wow. So it has pepper, clove, and ginger in it. Stout base. And, oh, and it has black tea in it, too. And it was really good. It tasted like a combination of a good stout and chai tea. Oh, nice. I guess just to kind of summarize that, yeah. Good ratio, good blend. So I, I like that a lot. So check out that series. It's Unique brews there, and uh, check out that beer. Yeah, I like Lakefront a lot. Yeah. Um, that brewery, too, is really cool if you're from the Milwaukee area. Yeah, from Milwaukee. Great, great brew tour. Brewery tour. Mike, what do you have for a Bavreg? Um So I was uh, at a dinner party recently where we did bomber flights, which doesn't mean you each have a bomber, but everybody, uh, each couple brought two bombers, oh. and it was each, all stouts. Each serving is a bomber. We <laughs> yes, get it. Right. Yes. <laughs> We all died. <laughs> I was resuscitated. No, um, the there were a lot of standouts. Um, the two that I really, really liked are actually variations on a particular brew, Victory at Sea, which is a Ballast Point Porter, which is oh, very good. It's very delicious. good on its own. These were the two I really liked were the Coconut Victory at Sea and the Peanut Butter Victory at Sea. I just saw a peanut butter Victory at Sea. I really wanted to get that bomber. I thought about it. So I'm a sucker for peanut butter and chocolate flavor. Me too. So I, you know what? what did I, it do it, I'm Mike? Making a, I'm making an admission here. I gave Coconut Victory at Sea 475. Really, really wow. like that. The coconut flavor was super nice with the chocolate and everything. Did you I like gave, that, Jeremy? You had I, coconut before, I, right? God, what was that coconut beer I had? 
Was it oh, coconut victory? That was Jesus on a coconut. Bingo, oh, yes, yes. Jesus on a forklift coconut. Yes. Um, yeah, I even had a question mark of the show, Steve, try that at Oktoberfest this year. And even he, a uh, knock-kneed opponent of coconut, coconut, was a fan of it as well. Okay. It adds a nice flavor. Yes, um, it's, it tastes, did that one taste like a... Uh, All the joy? Yes, kind of. Okay, yeah. good. It was very, it was very rich and dark and coconutty. It was really good. I gave the peanut butter a five, so I, I ran that higher. But I think that was just my bias for peanut butter. I actually think that coconut is probably better. Um, <laughs> like, it's kind of like I like uh, Last Crusade better than Raiders of the Lost Ark, but I know Raiders of the Lost Ark is overall a better movie. Right? Okay. That kind of thing. Temple uh, of Doom is just often. Yeah, happen. Temple of Doom is no. Disagree. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, uh, I will come over to the table. Check out any of the Victory at Sea. Uh, there's also a Barrel Age one. Uh, I think, Jeremy, did you have that recently with Steve? Uh, Steve had it Steve recently. Had it. Yeah, I gave him the bottle. Yeah, I, th- I haven't had it, but Steve had it. Yeah, it's that's very good, too. I give that a five. That's not a recent beer brag, but I, I guess Victory at Sea all around, you can't go wrong. I'm going to need to get that peanut butter one, because oh, you yeah, and I are peanut butter. Peanut butter heads? PB heads. PB heads. So, um... That sounds tasty. My beer brag, I had a Juicy Haze IPA, Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Well, we just okay. talked about in yeah. last week's episode. Did we talk about two you episodes did. ago? Oh, wow. It was like bruise news-ish kind of. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally forgot about that. So this is a nice <laughs> oh. fortuitous bit of serendipity. <laughs> yes. To use five syllable words. It's good. It's... It lives up to the the Juicy Haze name. It's You cannot see through it. It does a really good mix of the uh, the pine and the, the citrus. A little bit more towards the citrus area, but there is just a touch of the pine to kind of throw things off, which is awesome. So I think I gave it 4.25. I don't know. Speaking of that cloudiness, Jeremy, have you had the icy wave, the Iowa City wave? I have I not. This is described as a, a strawberry milkshake IPS. Yes. Oh. So I really want to try the beer. But for those of you that do not follow college sports, Michael, <laughs> um, there is a, a new air quotes tradition that's being blown out of proportion in Iowa City. Where <laughs> I like it. it. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good to have good and I'm news. Gonna tell, I'm going to tell you why. what my problem is with it. Okay. Where in, after the end of the first quarter of an Iowa Hawkeyes football game, everyone turns around to the new Towering oh, yeah. Children's Hospital and waves at the sick kids, which is fine. That part I'm cool with. But as a friend of the show, Zaggy Dingles, once said, it's amazing that they can turn around and wave while patting themselves on the back about it at the same time. <laughs> so I don't like that they're making money off of something that's meant to be for a child. Granted, they do donate to the hospital, but it it doesn't sit well with me. But okay. please continue. Oh, is it anyway, good? It is. Well, I mean, if you like strawberry milkshake, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It I tastes mean, exactly as it's described. So, so how did you overlap? Very interesting. I haven't been to... The IPA part doesn't really come in. No, like but. the... How does the waving to the kids overlap with the... Oh, I, mean, I think they it just doesn't. named it out. Oh, okay. They just named oh, it Oh, it's named... Oh, I see wave. Oh, yeah. I get it. Iowa okay. City wave. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I'll I try it. I'll try it. I don't have to do anything tomorrow. I'll, I'll go out and try it if okay. they have yeah. it. I... The last time I was at Back Pocket, they did not have it on tap. Oh, okay. Because they were out. But I think they brewed another batch since. Excellent beer brags. Excellent beer brags. Well, guys, I have a special surprise for you. Oh, click. Let me just get it out of my little satchel. Yeah. Michael came, I saw Michael as we were driving up to this place and he brought this bag. I'm like, what's he going was, on here? He, he had it. Oh, oh no. Oh, God. It's uh, Mike's <laughs> and Jeremy vs. Machine. Oh, boy. A segment we haven't done in quite a long time. Uh-huh. We do two questions on this 
random janky machine. So we'll do that before we get into an FDR here at uh, Seven Hills. A massive brewery blowout. <laughs> All ten beers. <laughs> All right. First category is wild. It's wild, or the first category is wild? Wild. Here we go. What designer hyped his undies on the famous butts of Kate Moss, Macy Gray, and Moby? Tommy Wiseau. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Tommy um, Hilfiger? I don't know. That's, Moby? Or Moby Calvin Klein? Oh, that makes sense. That's They're known for their undies. Say it again? What do you, well, I mean, what do you think it is? Calvin, Calvin Klein? I think you're right. I mean, probably. Did I say Kevin Klein? <laughs> the Kevin actor? Klein. Calvin Klein. I, I think I'm Tommy cool or... Should we go Calvin? Let's go Calvin. Yes. Woo. All right. We're taking you down, machine. Entertainment. Okay. All right. Which budding screen star attended the Wilford Academy of Hair and Beauty Culture? Ben Affleck, Danny DeVito, or Michelle Pfeiffer? The sexist thing to say would be Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Did you say what upcoming? What up and coming? Budding. Oh, budding. I suspect they were budding at the no, time. No, at the time, yeah. It's one of those Trivial Pursuit grammar things. Yeah, I feel I don't, like Michelle Pfeiffer. Denny DeVito doesn't have hair, so I don't think... And he hasn't for a long he, time. I mean, I recently... He's born that way. I recently rewatched uh One Flew Over the Cuckoo's List. That's the one, and he didn't... That was from, he's in that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, you wouldn't recognize oh, yeah. him. I didn't at first at all. He's he's not a troll of a man at that point. He's very young. He still has a, a, a somewhat amount of hair. He's thinning out in that one. But he doesn't have a, a full head of hair in that show. So we, I don't think Affleck went anywhere. He seems kind of uh, dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Pancake. Should we, should we go Contra and go uh, DeVito? I kind of feel like this is a trick question. Yeah. Let's do DeVito. All right. Yes. Oh, wow. Boom. I had to look this up. I'm uh, interested. Boom, baby. Uh, people and places. What continent has nine nations with an average life expectancy of less than 43 years? Probably Africa. Yeah, I was probably guess so. Africa. Because of the endemic diseases there. And that whole no food thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. But you are fine with that? Fine. Let him do it. No, I would uh, love that for answer. Not people to die. Yes, you're C. fine with that answer. Um, yes, it is Africa. Hey. Hey, we're three for three. We're, uh, we're only one away from destroying the machine. the machine, yeah. This is how Turns out we just needed three people to take that. <laughs> yeah, right. Sports and leisure. Ah, hell. <laughs> what sport did Robert Mugabe, uh, not RIP, but no longer in power, optimistically predict would turn Zimbabwe into a nation of gentlemen? A sport that Robert Mugabe predicted. What gentleman sport? Genocidal dictator? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he just was recently uh, ousted. Deposed? Uh, well, let's see. What's the gentleman's sport? Golf? Polo? Golf polo? or polo? Polo came up. Um, um, cricket? Cricket is... Polo is a gentleman's sport. It's like the ultimate gentleman's sport. It's true. Is it though? If you ask Ralph Lauren. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a gentleman's sport, and the fact that you have to be super rich to play it, and you get to beat animals while you do it. Yeah. But win-win. <laughs> <laughs> Dictator Mike over here. Should we go golf? That seems a little more accessible. I feel like it's got to be something that can play in a small patch of land because if there is grass. Should we go cricket? Let's go cricket. Okay. Yes. Oh wow! Ooh, I yeah. win. We beat the machine. Thank Let's you, Jeremy. You saved out. it. Took, takes three, but <laughs> history. What nation settlements of Burbies, Demarara, and Esquibo were renamed British Guiana after Britain acquired them in 1815? 
That's South America, right? Yeah. It's so, British. Fun fact: British Guiana is in South America. The road to Jonestown. Oh. What? So where was it? It was South America. But what country? What country? Well, Paraguay. What's you read too many books. Guiana is uh, Peru. It's in the north. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like it's on the northern coast, coast of South America. So Venezuela, Colombia. Colum- Colombia might be one of those is landlocked. I think Maybe. Venezuela is landlocked. I, I think Peru is on the left coast. Oh, but what about Ecuador? Quito, Ecuador. Well, Quito, Ecuador is definitely on the left. What coast. about Argentina? That's down, down. That's down. in the middle of it, right? That's Brazil. Brazil, yeah, that's so huge. You almost can't go wrong. Oh, the Netherlands. Whoops. <laughs> wow, we're way off. So the Netherlands had those settlements, and uh, oh, all right. Oh, whoops, you yeah. misheard the question. Okay. Oops. Machine wins. Yep. Science and nature. Last yep. one. What mosquito-borne disease killed? Two- what Listen, Mike. Malaria. <laughs> Probably. What mosquito-borne disease killed two children worldwide every minute in 2000, the year 2000? Probably malaria. malaria. Probably malaria. In 2000, I don't think we were talking about West Nile. And that's, malaria is like the biggest, yeah. uh, I mean, no matter how many cause of morbidity in the world. What? Yeah. So let's go malaria. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Upon the misery six. of others. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> we yeah, have a depressing a... round of dictators. And, uh, Maybe the machine actually won. <laughs> yeah, right. It's his way of getting back like, oh, humanity's not doing very right. well, guys. It's like, oh, hey. hey sure, jerks. you won. Yeah. Not everyone won. <laughs> <laughs> we may have won the battle, but we'll lose the war. Well, thanks, machine. Um, yeah. All right, enough. You can't enjoy beer machine, so let's enjoy some brews. Let's do it. Do we, do we get into the FDR? Yeah. Michael, what is an FDR? So it's where we... Well, Mike, it's been such a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's see if I remember this. It's where we find the beer, we drink a beer, and we rate that beer. Yes. Did I get it right? Yeah, I'm still a listener, it. but I haven't been supposed to Yes, you didn't say drink. Drink a drink. Drink a drink, yeah. <laughs> I was the classic. I wasn't going to say anything. So, yeah, we have we all have our own flights here mm-hmm. from Seven Hills. We do. Um, it's almost a brewery, a total brewery blowout. Yes, yeah. Between us, we almost got everything on the uh, menu. Yes. I guess it's the beer menu. Yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I think we're just going to go down the line here. Um, so, Seven Hills, real quick. They've been opened in 2017. Yes, yeah. Somebody we know from high school works here, Mike and I. Um, but aside that, I don't know that much about them, so I'm third brewery uh, in town? Well, yeah, kind of. The, the back pocket's just a tap room. So okay. Uh, okay. okay. So second, I guess. All right. Um, so I think we... Let's start with this, since we all have the stout. We do. We're starting with the stout. Yes. Cold move. Well, yeah, we're kind of doing it non-traditional. So this is the... Hopefully we can still taste the other beers out Stashes to ashes. It's pretty brutal. Cherry wood smoked imperial stout, black as night, with a big brown head and unmistakable smoky flavor. Ah. 55 IBU, 9 ABV. Nice little taster globe. Yeah. Little, these, are, um, these are pretty nice. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Down the hatch. I didn't smell it. Oh, yeah, I probably should have done that. Definitely that oh. smoky. You get the cherry out of it, too. It's smooth, though. It is smooth, yeah. Smoky, 9%. Smoky and chocolatey. And yeah, it's got the sweetness. That is really good. I could do a, uh, probably do a whole, I don't know if it's a pint or a snifter, oh, yeah. a liter. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Well, the day is long, Michael. We'll see. I'm just getting started. Mm. That's very good. Mm-hmm. So one thing I'm noticing while we mull over our numbers mm-hmm. 
is that these labels are pretty awesome. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they do have a decent, uh, nice graphic design. The uh, Stashes to Ashes sort of looks like a, uh, an infuriated locomotive of some sort. <laughs> Coming in straight on to the yeah, yeah. viewer. It's like uh, that old movie. There you go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> scared the crap out of all the old people when they didn't know what a, a motion picture was. <laughs> Jeremy, if you want to go into Pilsner, yeah, let's do that. that. Uh, that the town clock Pilsner. This German-inspired lager is sure to please any light beer and craft beer drinker's palate. With an IBU of twelve and a ABB of five, the Pilsner is solid. Um, it's got a little bit of the noble hop zestiness to it, but not too much. It is crisp. The malt is there. Um, yeah. It's it's a really solid Pilsner. Has a lot of flavor. I think that is what, you know, a lot of these small-ish town craft breweries need to do is have that... That rock-bottom base, kind of, of good beers. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that well is, just that's like a, nice a, a, a well-done version of a style that's not going to, like, freak out the squares for life. <sighs> right. Well, I remember uh, my days of watching the uh, reality cooking show Top Chef. One of the challenges I was to make... You. <laughs> I still do. No, I do too. Uh, was uh, one of the things they always challenge chefs, I guess, to do is make like an omelet. And that's, that's kind of what the comparison to the Pilsner beer is like. It's like an omelet of the beer world. Right. Really basic, but if you, it's easy to... You have to be able up. to nail yeah. that before you can... Mike and I will have the... Uh, Jewel Tide. Which is a pun, kind of, or playing words. Uh, this is based on Julian Buick, the founder of this great city. His spiced brown ale is filled with holiday favorite flavors like cinnamon and nutmeg. The aroma resembles a fresh gingerbread cookie. This 9% beer is sure to oh keep God. you warm and cozy this winter season. Cheers to you, Julian. Jeremy, I'll do you a on swap because I think you want to try this one. I, I do. Jewel Tide uh, is very sweet, but I like all the flavors. Those, those winter warmer spices definitely come in. Yeah. But it's not a smack in the face. No, it's again really doesn't. It works. It's warming without being biting. Right. I like it. It does not a hot pininess, but a, like a true pininess to it. Um, like cinnamon and nutmeg definitely. Like yeah. a like a sap almost. Yeah. As, as, <laughs> oppo- as opposed to the uh, the needle. Yes. There you go. Yeah. I, I, that really surprised me. I really like it. I like it a lot. I don't know if I could do... No, this one is a little cool. Like maybe a 7-ounce pour or something yeah. like that. 7 to 10-ounce pour. I think this is actually a perfect amount. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good, but I... It might grate on you after a while. Or... Yeah. Yeah, the sweetness might... Yeah, the sweetness is a little much. A good combination of flavors. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's another confusing thing about um, like giving a rating to a beer. Is it could depend on how much of it you have. Right. Like oh, if I had, we found that if one I had too much of this, I probably would. It would decrease in rating. As it goes, yeah. Let's kind of do the same thing again. Michael um, and I have a black IPA. So the black IPA, Trellis Reaper. Again, the art very cool. A big Grim Reaper. Uh, looks like he's dunking his finger in a baked potato or something. I don't know. <laughs> baked potato. Uh, Eclair. I, <laughs> that does kind <laughs> of look like an Eclair. <laughs> So this is 6% ABV, uh, 66 IBU, debittered black malts. See, you see what yeah. they did there, don't you? What? Oh, six yeah. Six, oh, six, nice, six, nice. And copious amounts of Northwest hops, which impart a piney, citrus, resinous hop flavor. The piney, citrus, resinous kind of feels like uh, an oxymoron. You get the, the, yeah. you get the, the roast. Well, actually, you get it in the aftertaste. It's a little too. bizarre. Like, it starts out, you get the dark taste, and then you get the hops, and then the dark taste. Yeah. lingers at the end. You get it's the black IPA. Yeah, you get. I think what I like most about the black IPAs is the uh, 
the two different kinds of bitterness. And I think that the citrus is what I think kind of cuts through the noise. Yeah, towards the end. Yeah. But yeah, that is that is a... Those are deep bittered black malts. Jesus. I haven't had a black eye food in a long time. Neither have I. It was like, when I first discovered them, I think it was uh, Millstream Sheeps on Skis or something like that. <laughs> and it was... Uh, it was like a revelation to me, but I think that had a little more of a stout flavor with that, that bitter finish. This is a little more on the IPA side, I would say, overall. Yeah, I would but I yeah. don't know, man. That, yeah. I mean, it uh, seems like it should like, be something I would, like, this should be my favorite beer of all time. <laughs> like, the, so, what, the Belgian? Oh, Belgian chocolate. That's, that's exactly yeah. what I was just going to bring up. It, it's, uh, oh, God, what did we call that thing? Drink, uh, drinking second. <laughs> I think it's, with the it's Belgian like a, yeast, this could be similar. To it's like yeah. a good version of that beer instead <laughs> of just throwing everything in the pot and hoping that something works. There is a beer called uh, Barista or something like that. It's a Belgian chocolate quad. Oh, um, interesting. And that, that doesn't have the IPA portion, but man, does it have the, it, the Belgian <laughs> chocolate so good together. Good. All right, Jeremy, what did you have? Bust out that uh, red, or do whatever you want. Uh, Bernie's Red Ale, well-balanced red ale, a collaboration with our friends at the DBQ Fighting Saints. Uh, hockey team, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yep. That, yeah, it's got a, a goalie's mask with uh, a little bit of the Abbott face paint going on there. That's pretty awesome. Should be Is a, that dog. a dog. Yeah. Oh, it's a dog. <laughs> uh, it's lame. I like I mine. See, I like I mine way better. I can see how you would see that though. It's it's a small thing. And I'm getting used to new lenses in my glasses, yeah. so things are a little bit. Except we're looking at tiny pictures, admittedly. This is a red. A that, I mean, that's a red ale. <laughs> it's not bad. It kind of tastes very similar to the Pilsner. Falls flat a little bit. It's I think. a little flat. Yeah, yeah. Um, this yeah. is not my. But, red, but reds aren't my favorite. Anymore. Yeah, I do enjoy good red, but it's. I mean, like we say a million times over, these styles are so ambiguous. I could see this being served at a hockey game. Yeah, yeah. for sure. After some blood spills, <laughs> like, that's gonna pretty awesome. Give me some red, red brew. Blood on the ice would make a good red ale. Hey. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's, it's, it's all right. It's not bad, but it's not. So this is what I, when people make a beer for non-craft beer fans, mm -hmm. this is what I expect. Yeah. Okay. Onward. I think we have one more each, but yeah. they're all different. So I, let's power through these and get so into it. So what's yours again, Michael? So I have the sour. Oh, also, right. Let's start with me. Yeah, the sour probably start. I'm uh, curious about this one. Monin and Gronin, kettle soured ale brewed with lemongrass, lemon zest, and sriracha ace hops. 30 IBU, 6 ABV. All right, here's the sour. Yep. We'll just pass that around. It's a mild sour. It's pretty mild. It's not and like... It's almost a little vanilla. Yeah. Well, let me go again. It definitely doesn't crush it. Like, it's like... Yeah. I see what you're coming from with that. Up. I think that's the lemon zest. Oh, mm. yeah, probably. It's solid. It's good, yeah. It's very drinkable. That would be a good six-pack on uh, barbecue. Readers. Yeah, summer. I was just good thinking that's a summer beer. Um, like an, uh, a, a slightly upscale lawnmower beer. <laughs> right, yeah. Lawn mowing and landscaping. Get you back into it after you push the mower around. Jeremy's has spoiler alert peppercorn, so I think we'll wait. Let's do that last one. The IPA. Now this is the one of the first ones I had. It's called the Seven Headed Monster. Very short description. Simcoe in the boil, Citra in the hop back are the backbone of this West Coast style IPA. Seventy-seven IBU, seven percent ABV. Seventy-seven. That's getting up there. That's good. It's. Michael, I think you might like this one. Yep. It's not very bitter, but it's all that citra delicious. Yeah, you're right. 
This is one of my favorites when I first came here. This and the stout. Um, kind of, as you can see, I got them again, so I like those. It kind of flutters across the palate mm-hmm. rather than punching the palate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah, bad like at all. One. Not bad at all. This one kind of reminds me of oh god, what is it? Uh, such a much from Kelowna. Oh yeah. yeah. It's it's they used the two different kinds of hops. There was like what Simcoe and Citrus, so a piney and a uh, fruity one. They, kind of, they, yeah, they each kind of sand off the rough edges of the other, and when you're dealing with something like that, the balance is particularly uh, important, and this one does very well on that. It almost has that buttery flavor that mm. comes up every once in a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. That one's pretty good. It's, this is as good as I remember. Okay, good. So, and the stop was as well. All right, Jeremy, hit us up with that last one. Yeah. Okay, we got yeah. Reflections in the Dark White IPA with an ABV of 7 and an IV of 60. Golden beer with high carbonation and peppercorn, clove and bubblegum aroma with citrus and apricot. There it is again. The dry bitterness is instantly replaced with a satisfying Saison yeast character. This one almost smells like a hopped hefe. Oh, oh interesting. Everything about that sounds amazing to me except peppercorn. Now, I will reveal, Reflections in the Dark is a pun on Reflections in the Park, yeah. the uh, <laughs> annual debut in Murphy Park. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's a bunch of, of Christmas lights yeah, in a park. drive through a park oh. and there's all these Christmas Okay, I saw something displays. about that on the news. The, right. like the peppercorn doesn't really come through at all. Okay, it's not light yet. No, you're right. It's good. Every other time I've had something with peppercorn, it's been like somebody shook like ground fresh yeah. pepper into my beer. It's kind of very good. It's kind of like the Jewel Tide in that it's really solid, really good, unique flavor. I wouldn't want to have a lot of it, but I'm I really glad like, I tried. I like that yeast in there too. Really yeah, good. yeah. All right, that's that's the saisonedness that I was uh, that we were trying to think about. Whenever that was, I don't yes. remember. It's hard to remember these <laughs> things. We got the last two beers. In the lineup here, uh, we've got the, uh, the double uh, the, IPA, the Dipper, yeah, the double IPA, oh. and the Brown. Uh, let's do the Brown first. Okay, okay. Munch Tugger, brewed with oats and buckwheat honey, sure to please all. Twenty IBU six ABV. That is a, that's actually a a brown with a lot of flavor. That's a lot of maltiness. Yeah, I like that a lot. Like wow, richness, body, yeah, yeah body it has some body to almost, it, almost some stout. You're almost chocolatey tones yeah. too, for yeah, just that's like a, that's a brown that sets itself apart. Yeah, I think going into the second taste of that reflections in the dark before I had this, oh. despite having a cleaned off, attempted oh. to clean my palate with some water, maybe leading me that, maybe leading me astray because you guys seem hell bent on it. Oh I, yeah, but it's sort of middle of the road for me. Um, I suspect that saison flavor from the Reflections in the Dark was kind of screwing with me on that one, so I'm kind of middle of the road on that one. Okay. Here comes the last one, Hop Spatter, double IPA with malt backbone and intense hop flavor and aroma. 120 plus IBU, although after having it, it doesn't taste that better. No, it's and not 9% that ABD. This actually, the first time I had this, I wasn't as impressed with it. This time, I liked it. I liked it more. That's good. Uh, it basically does taste like a kicked up version of the yeah. Hills IPA. And it has like a degree of balance to it that doesn't <laughs> offend the palate too much. It's, it actually reminds me a little bit of uh, Too Hardy. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Too Hardy is better, but this a one's similar, a pinier version of yeah. Too Hardy. Boozy, boozy Yeah, I like this one. I like the uh, 
the stinkiness yeah, of sticky. the hot sauce. Yeah, it's like stinky Dude. and sticky. <laughs> All right, so we've had everything, yes. fellows. Um, let's do this. Let's uh, pick our favorite out of everything we tried, and then of what you have in front of you, you'll rate that. You won't rate oh, okay. any, rate anything else. That way we'll keep it straight. So, I'll go first. Sure. I know what my favorite is, but i got to give a few honorable mentions. Uh, the, the Jewel Tide and the Reflections in the Dark for seasonal beer is very interesting. I like those a lot. Um, like I said, I don't think I could drink a whole lot of it, but really interesting, unique flavor. So props to that. Uh, I Runner-up, I'm actually going to give it to the Pilsner. Oh, wow. That was really solid. Yeah, that's true. Really strong flavor. But my favorite of everything we tried has been the Stashes to Ashes. That was my guess. Yeah. It's flavorful. It's smooth. It's potent. Yeah. It's a really well-made beer. Nice. And usually I'm not, like, stouts I can do, but they're not, like, I'm not, like, waving the flag of stout all around. But um, this one has some intricacies and some delicate flavors hidden in there that I really like. So that's my beer of the brewery blowout. (laughs) I, you know, I've been thinking, I've been ruminating over this, I've been letting it uh, percolate in my brain a little bit. Uh, boy, you have had 10 years, so it might be hard to figure yeah. out. So, Michael is right. That's true, it's 10. The Jewel Tide is a great um, honorable mention. It's a unique flavor. Like I said, a little too sweet, but like, I also mentioned before, I think I like a taste, like a flight-sized version of it is the perfect amount. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be so cloying. You know, if you had a whole pint, I would be... And I'm, I'm guessing this doesn't come in a whole pint, but I just... I think after a while, I'd be like, all right. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of that. relax. Kind of like Christmas. You don't want... You want enough Christmas cheer. You don't want too much Christmas yeah. cheer. Um, I'm actually going to give the runner-up to the stashes. Okay. And I'm going to... Reflections in the dark. That's the one you're choosing. The one. The one you were most uh, afeard of. Yeah, that's right. I just really like the way that beer came together. All those like nice hefe flavors, and then a little bit of the hoppiness with the... It's a white IPA. Maybe it was because it was like a nice surprise, and that's why I liked it more, but uh, yeah, I gotta get to that. And the filter was very good too, I'll say. Did you hear me? I'm contemplative. I'm, I'm torn between two. Honorable mentions to the Pilsner. Which I think is the most solid out of all, but the most crushable. I sure, think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that and the sour. The seven headed monster is good. Runner up goes to the the sour, the moaning and groaning kettle aged, kettle soured ale, whatever that's called. Yeah. It's it's what I like about a good sour is that it's it has the the necessary amount of flavor to like it's it's a sour. It's not mm-hmm. a sour inspired beer. Or right. Yeah. Ones. It kind of goes halfway, mm-hmm. but it's also not you know. A, a warhead. Sure. But the winner is the, it's the reflections in the dark. Oh, it's, wow. it's perfect. Yeah, I it's love very that good. Yeah. So are we doing ratings now of the beers in front of us? Let's do, right? yeah, so we're going to rate, so we all don't have the same beers, so I think it's just that we just rate the beers in front of us. Sure. I'll go first, and we'll do like one sentence and then just rate it. So I actually know what order I'm going in. I'm going to start with the Trells Reaper Black IPA. I'm giving that a 3.25. Next, I'm going to go with the... Uh, Are you ascending? Yes, I'm Are ascending. Jupiter ascending? Yeah, Jupiter ascending. I still need to watch that. I'm going with the Monin Growing Tower at a 3.5. A solid, I think what we said, you know, a good, like, high-scale lawnmower beer. A good first sour, but the, you know, the sour style is not my favorite, but they did a very good job with it. The Jewel Time, I'm giving that 3.75. 
Okay. Off mic, I was just telling Mike that uh, it tastes like Christmas. It um, mm-hmm. has a gingerbread flavor, has this piney flavor. It's, it's good, but I wouldn't want to overdo it. And finally, the stout, Stashes to Ashes, which I said was my favorite. I'm getting a four. Just a nice, solid stout that goes a little above and beyond with a little cherry flavor, a little smoky flavor, but nothing too cloying or overbearing. Very good beers all around. I pretty much enjoyed everything we had. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll hand it over to Mike. So I'm starting off with the Seven Head Monster, the just the, the regular IPA. I kind of looked up to see what I gave it last time, like 425. So Ooh. I'm trying not to let that... Loud, but uh, sister, oh, um, I'll stick with that. Four two five. Okay, it's a really good IPA. Um, a good one to have as one of your, you know, your year rounds. A good solid IPA. Uh, next, black IPA. This is like a like a one plus one equals one and a half. Like it's two great <laughs> tastes that should be amazing. Yeah, like two things I really love. But it's just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, but it's still tasty. I'll, I think I'll go three. Go three between three five three seven five. I'll go three seven five. Okay. To be generous. Okay. Um, Gregarious. <laughs> the Jewel Tide, on the other hand, I really like. I think this is the perfect amount to taste it in. I'm gonna give that a four or five. I really like it. Um, and I can see that too. It's. I probably you might even get so a higher rating in the like if it was still before Christmas time. <laughs> some tinsel around. Right. Some. If I was in the holly. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I still have my Christmas tree up. Oh. <laughs> There you go. You take, take a growler home. Take a growler home. See what you think. <laughs> and then, lastly, I have the stashes to ashes. Usually, you don't find a nice balance between. Usually, you get either the smokiness or the chocolate. This one has a nice balance between the two. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to give that a four or five. All right. So a nice flight. Thank you, seven minutes. And on to J Hook was taken. That's me. Um, so the more I think about these things, the more I'm kind of at odds with the way you guys rate things. Oh. Um. Controversy. <laughs> there is controversy. Sour was a 4.25. Oh, oh really? Wow. Really good. Impressive. Based on what I... In the Jewel Tide, it's it's a little too sweet for my taste. Okay. It is sweet. Um, That's why the small... Yeah, yeah the small yeah, sample size. That said, I'll go in order uh, the way I had them. Town Clock Pilsner was four stars for me. It's very nice. very good beer. It's crisp. It's solid. I would agree with I that. I could have that all day long. That's yep, very early. good. Bernie's Red, I gave 2.5. It's... It's just there. There's nothing I neither good nor bad about yeah, it. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, that Reflections in the Dark was my favorite. Yeah. 4.5. I okay. really, really like that beer. And uh, the common beer that we had all the time was anything but common. So it's 4.25 uh, stars for me. Nice. It's, a, it's a solid stout. And I'd like to see them uh, screw around with it a little bit. And put yeah. Like vanilla or... Yeah, I was just going to say vanilla would be really Vanilla nice. beans or even some guajillo peppers or something along A variant those. Oh, of sure. sorts, yeah. Make a choco vase of Russia. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. All right. Like, well, aside from that stinker of uh, Burton's Red, it was <laughs> Pretty good, tasting. yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's another 10 down the gullet. Yeah, so we'll, we'll leave it there. Uh, we'll wrap it real quick. You can find us in a variety of places. It's at APMPod on Twitter. APMPod.com <laughs> does not exist. Facebook.com slash APMPod does exist. So go there and check us out. Oh, email us directly. APMPod at gmail.com. And uh, as Tom Bombadil's podcast, uh, I'm putting the ratings in on Untapped using APMPod. Have fun with this one. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like uh, Jeremy and I took a little journey and we met up with uh, Mike Bombadil. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
And now we're going to leave. We're not going to trust him with the ring. That's true. Of course, you can subscribe anywhere you want to. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music. Otherwise, yeah, rate and review if you can. Otherwise, uh, we'll check you next time. So for Mike and Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Jeremy and Michael, I've been Mike. For the Mikes, I've been Jeremy. (laughs) And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. 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 Cheers.